conspiracy, what do you believe? Welcome back to Conspiracies, What Do You Believe? It has been a while since we last posted. We had health and injury issues in the family. Seems like someone or something doesn't want us to do this. Our podcast today is episode number 18, Mithraism. Mithras is a god of the sun, justice, contract, and war. He is honored as a patron of royalty to the emperor. Ancient Indo-Iranian mythology of God of Light. Mithras as a sun god was a solar deity or god, friendly part of the sun, which was called Mitra, benevolent god, giver of health, wealth, and food. Prometheus for the gift of fire. Worship Mithras for purification, freedom from sin and disease. Became more militant and is best known as a warrior. Light and power behind the sun, also known as Shamash in Babylon, Bel in Mesopotamia and Canaan, Marduk, the Phoenician solar god, and some believe Mithras is Apollo. Zoroastrian god of covenant, life, oath, contracts, judicial figure, protector of truth, guardian of cattle, and harvester in water. Mithras is not named in Agathos, like most other sculpture beings are, and Agathos is the oldest text of Zoroastrianism. Mithras is one of the three judges at the Chinyat Bridge, the bridge of separation all souls must cross. The other judges are Rashnu Justice and Shriosha Obedience. Mithras is not a psychopomp or a guide of souls to the place of the dead. So he's not one of the guys that take you from where you're judged to the... Basically, what it sounds like in Greek mythology is saying that he, he's not... Uh, what's the guy's name that takes you across the river Styx? Oh. Uh, that ferryman. Uh, yeah, we all know who we're talking about. And the Yox 10 described in Zoroastrian scripture, Mithras is described as wide pastures, the thousand ears, the thousand eyes, the lofty, everlasting, province ruler, Yazad of the spoken name, Yazad is divinity, the holy, whose word is true, who is of the assembly, the well-shaped one, who has wide knowledge, the helpful one, who sleeps not, the ever-wakeful, the lord of all countries, whom Ahura Mazda created the most glorious. Ahura Mazda is the creator and highest god of Zoroastrianism, of supernatural Yazad, the Korda Avista or Book of Common Prayers, homage to Mithra of wide cattle pastures, and it goes on and on. There's like an endless amount of names that he is. Yeah, so the Ahura Mazda, he's just been the one that created the world then? Like the supreme god or the god behind all the gods or whatever. Some theories claim Mithras is the sun. So is the sun supposed to be the, well, the a lot, power or something? Well, a lot of cultures look as when you say god was the sun they would see the the sun in the sky and think he was that was the god of everything the supreme god so then what do you think the moon was another god or a lesser god ah. but some of them and some of them think it was like the evil bad god or whatever evil ones mithraism is a secret cult mystery religion practiced in the roman empire from the first century to the fourth century it's an outgrowth of zoroastrian culture Mithraism spread from the Italian peninsula and border regions across the whole of the Roman Empire. India, Spain, Great Britain, Germany, and Turkey, but mostly in Rome. Over 200 temples have been discovered. They go from Syria to Great Britain, but mostly in Italy and the Rhine and the Danube. Because the crisis in the 3rd century and the creation of Christianity, Mithraism fell in importance. 
Temples were walled up while Christians destroyed some. Some of the temples were used until the early 5th century. Votaries are followers of the cult Mithraism. They worship Mithras in temples mostly built in caves under buildings or out of the public's eye. The most important element of Mithraic mysteries was the or the killing of the bull. From the death of the bull came new life. Rebirth is the central idea of this myth. And the sacrifice of the bull established a new cosmic order associated with the moon and fertility. Have you noticed everything has to do with fertility? In Stone Release Found, Mithras fights a bull and kills it. He wears a Phrygian cap and pants. There are 650 stone reliefs found so far, and all of them look extremely familiar. They also show Mithras sharing the meat with Sol, Invictus, the sun god. So, a uh, stone relief is like something Sculptures. they carved in stone. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mithraism is done through physical artifacts and dedicated inscriptions. There are over 400 archaeological finds of these things related to, relating to Mithraism. Over a thousand dedicated inscriptions, 1150 pieces of sculpture. That's a lot of stuff. There are little written sources, though. Reference to Mithras can be found in the following text Plutarch, Life of Pompeii 24, Porphyry of, on the Cave of Nymphs 6, 15 to 16, and 17 to 18, and 24 to 25, Porphyry. On abstinence of animal foods, 416. Tertullian, circa 200. On the soldier's crown, 15. And Origin, 240s. Against Celsus, Selcus, 622. So that's just like books in the Bible, right? Like Kinda. Acts 4, like as, far as, I, as far as I can take it, yes. Only the initiates, once to become members, knew about Mithraism. It was a secret or mysterious religion. They didn't record their religion, so kind of like the, the old Celtic Druids, they didn't. Yeah, but how do you know they didn't record it and somebody destroyed it? Like maybe the early Christian churches and the Romans, yeah. There is an argument over if the region is Persian when the Roman cult was westernized or it is Roman with Persian influence. Several emperors supported the cult. Some are Commodus from 180 to 92, Septimius Sir Severus 193 to 211, and Caracalla 211 to 17. In the year 307, Diocletian dedicated an altar to Mithras in Carnuntum on the Danube River near Vienna, god patron of the empire. Of that area, because um, yeah. like even like old Greek, Greek mythology, each little area that the Greeks were at all had their own uh, special god they prayed to. So there was one main god, and, and then all the branches ones, off of yeah, from wherever, like Zeus and then all Hades of them. And all that. So wherever you was at, that's who you prayed to. Okay, the followers were Roman soldiers, government employees, custom officers, freedmen, and slaves. Nearly, uh, nearly all the Mithraic temples had the image of Mithras killing a bull. It provides important clues to the belief. Mithras was dressed in Persian clothes. He stands astraddle the bull and kills it with a dagger in front of a cave. A dog, a snake, a scorpion, and a raven are with him. Two minor gods are also with him, dressed in Persian clothes. Their names are... Yeah, you tell me the names. Cautes and Cautopotes. Both of them are images of Sol as the sun and Luna, the moon. This represents a sacrifice. So say some say it represents the end of the world, or it saves the world, or the initiates. So nobody really knows what it is. Um, it's just like a lot of history. Do we really know what a lot of it meant? Yeah, how do they know what dinosaurs look like? Though? The bones, but they don't know what the skin actually yeah. looked like. The Mithraic Temple in Rome, there is an inscription. Et nos servasti, sanguine fuso, that translates to, and who saves us with the shed bloods? Is this the meaning of the bull sacrifice? 
we must be careful not to read Christian connotations into non-Christian content. The bull sacrifice could be an astro astrological symbolism. If this is so, astrology was important to Mithraism. It provided specifics of the soul's celestial journey, descent to earth, and ascent to heaven. The Tauroctony was put on a stone relief, which was the central place in the temples. In the Tauroctony, Mithras looks away from the bull as the bull is dying. He looks at the moon. His helpers are the dog, snake, who drinks the bull's blood, scorpion who stings the bull's scrotum, and the raven who sits on the bull's tail. The raven may be the go-between for Mithras and Sol Invictus. The temple was built like a Roman dining room. Was an aisle with two raised benches on each side. The sacrifice relief was placed at the end of the temple. Let's look at the temples and practices. The followers were organized into small independent groups of initiates. It was a religion of loyalty, contracts, friendships between men, especially between men and officials. There were no women followers. They met in small temples for worship and fellowship. Temples were called caves. Was supposed to be an image of the universe. The temples were built in actual caves or set against rock faces. Some places were made to imitate caves. Sometimes they used dimly lit underground rooms. And temples were used for communal meals with all the furnishings. So, no women. Huh? Back then, I don't think The initiation into membership included baptisms, purification, chastisements, fetters or chains, and manacles, liberation and ceremonial passwords, simulated death and resurrection was part of the ceremonies. The initiates were ranked in seven degrees or grades, each under the protection of one of the planets. For each of the degrees, different clothes were worn and there were strict rules for the feast like hygiene. The degrees. Raven was Korax, and the planet was Mercury. It symbolizes death of the neophyte, reborn into a spiritual path. And ancient Persia thing was there, where dead bodies were placed from funeral towers for the ravens to eat. Now, see, I heard of that before, like some different culture. Nymphs were, was the bridegroom. Planet was Venus. He wears a veil and carries a lamp. He's unable to see the truth until the veil is lifted from dark to light. He's bowed to the cult, so that means he has to be in the cult forever. He becomes celibate, well, at least until this degree is complete. He is the lover of Mithras. He offers a cup of water to a statue of Mithras. The cup is his heart, the water is his love. The soldier was mules, and the planet was Mars. The initiate, initiate he's naked. His hands are tied and he's blunted. When he is crowned, he is untied and unblindfolded. It represents liberation from the material world. He removes the crown, putting it on his shoulder, and says, Mithras is his only crown. This, this represents letting Mithras be the guy. Lion was Leo. Planet was Jupiter. The lion is the first of the senior degrees, entering the element of fire. Lions are not allowed to touch water during the ritual. They carry food for the ritual meals. The duties are to attend to the sacred altar fires. The feast represents Mithra's last meal with his companions before his ascent into the sun's chariot to heaven. Isn't that like so much like uh, the Last Supper with Jesus? Yeah. Persian was Perses. Planet was the moon. The relationship of Magi wisdom Symbol is the harp, represents the destruction of the lover, or the lower and animal aspects of the initiate, purified with honey. Really? Because I think honey is poured on them. Purify them? Wow. Maybe that's what right. the purest thing they could find. Well, maybe maybe there was a, uh, something about the honey back then that made it special. Okay. Or if it's, if it's honey is even the same as what we think of it today. Heliodromus was the sun runner. Planet was the sun. Imitates the sun at the ritual banquet. He sits next to the father 
or Mithras, he wears red. Father was Pater, planet was Saturn, the highest degree. Mithras, earthly representative, he is the leader and teacher of the congregation. He wears a red cap, Persian baggy pants, and carries a staff. Each degree had a different task. For example, the raven carried the food and the lion offered sacrifices to Mithras. The initiates had to pass tests of courage, so they had to pass each level. I doubt it very many got to the highest level. The Mithraic temple is Santa Maria Capua Viteri. There are paintings of different scenes of the rituals. On one ritual, an initiate is blindfolded and naked. He is led to the ceremony. He has to kneel in front of the father who holds a sword or torch to his face. Then he lays on the floor as if he has died and is reborn. This is one one of more than 400 temples found in the Roman Empire. This stuff, this still has scholars baffled, but really, almost just like uh, the baptism. When they dunk you under, it's like you're dying and bring you back up like you're reborn. So they're just getting all this out of looking at, at stone reliefs. And well, that's the way they got that's like that. the, all the old Egyptian stuff. They got it. That's how they got the stuff. And so. Christian author Tertullian wrote on a soldier's crown. He talks about the third level, which is the soldier. He says the soldier Mithras in his initiation is given a crown, like we said before, as sword. So he has to refuse the crown. This uh, is a ritual of reincarnation. But how is that a ritual of reincarnation? He refuses a crown. He says, Mithras is, is his, his, crown. Is his crown. He never wears a crown after that. Nope. Another initiation. A pit was dug and an initiate would stand in it. A grill was placed over the top of the opening to the pit. Placed on the grill is a bull who is to be sacrificed. The initiate would be covered in the bull's blood. This is gross. Well, I mean, if you go back to secret society and stuff, there's a lot more nastier initiations you got to do. Even today, initiations into, like, say, motorcycle clubs and gangs and everything else, you do a lot of really crazy stuff. Okay, another one was the initiate would lie in a tomb as if he were dead. The leader would drag him by his right hand and pull him out. Into supposed to be pulling him into it. The, the initiates practice self-denial and moral questioning. Virtuals of the initiates or members are abstinence, continence, renun- renunciation, and self-control. Continence. Okay. Each temple and community was presided over by one or more fathers. They were not really professional priests. They were active members of the secular world, too. That aren't priests. Well, priests are supposed Mostly. to be more. They, they don't uh, do material world stuff. It, everything they do is about the church. Or supposed to be. Mithraism supported the emperor, so uh, it was based on mutual interest, intimacy, and friendship. So the emperors took Mithras as their god. Yeah, basically, ideas of the world and man's destiny are similar to Mithraism and Christianity. Existence of a heaven with beautiful people in the sky and a hell with demons in deep earth. Both had a flood at the beginning of history. Both believed in the immortality of the soul, the last judgment, the resurrection of the dead, a great dangerous fire of the universe, ideas of meditation, atonement, a savior who is human and a god, a doctrine of a future life, Eucharist, baptism, and the last supper are the hierarchy Mithras companions or disciples formed a church. More on this later. In the Roman catacombs, a relic is preserved of Mithraic worship. There's a picture of Mithras as a baby sitting on his virgin mother's lap with magi kneeling in front of them worshiping and offering him gifts. Sounds like Jesus. Mithras was buried in a tomb and rose after three days. They celebrated his resurrection every year. His resurrection festival is on the day that became Easter. Sunday was Mithras Day, the Lord's Day, just like Christianity. So, did it it come first or did Christianity come first and somebody just threw this in there trying to obscure things? I 
Francis Legg wrote Forerunners and Rivals in Christianity. Mithras became known as the Sun God. Vedic Mitra was originally the sun itself. Votive inscriptions by Mithras worshippers to the unconquered sun Mithras, unconquered sun god. This provides he was a sun god in Roman times. Roman legionnaires called him the divine sun, the unconquered sun. Mithras was said to have been mighty in strength, the greatest king of the gods, the sun, lord of heaven and earth, god of gods, and the mediator between heaven and earth. Just like Jesus. Mithras is shown as a sun disk in a chariot pulled by white horses. That's similar to Jesus' return in Revelation 6, 2, and 19:11. Mithras was a favorite god of Asia Minor. Mithraism was spread by soldiers and Syrian merchants who spread it to cities like Alexandria, Rome, and Carthage. From what has been discovered from the sites, Roman Mithraism took form between 80 and 120 CE. It as in full swing in the 2nd and 3rd centuries. It died out around the late 4th and early 5th centuries. In the 5th century, Emperor Julian switched from Christianity to Mithraism and brought it to Constantinople. Constantinople. I always, I, I always mess that up. Just like I probably mess everything else up. Plutarch, a Greed, Greek biographer, an essayist said Mithraism continues to the present the secret rites of the Sicilian pirates. So does it mean to his present time or to our time? I'm unsure on that. Porphyry, a philosopher, wrote that Roman Mithraism got its start in Persian Mithraism, Zoroastrianism, and in Armenian religion that dates back before the Common Era. So it sounds like Mithraism was a combination of all those others. It feels like they kind of put it all into one, like kind of put together. Okay, there are at least three Mithras. The Vedic God, which is what? Hindu? Or Indian. Mithra, the Persian God. And Mithras, the Greco-Roman mysterious symbol. Mithras has been compared to Christianity over the centuries, with similarities in the doctrine, traditions, and stories. This may have affected the creation of Christianity. It has said that Christianity was formed from many religions, including Mithraism. Things common between Mithras and Jesus. Born on December 25th to a virgin, Anahita and Mary. So Anahita was Mithras' mother. Mm -hmm. okay. Wrapped in swaddling clothes, placed in a manger, and visited by Magi a great traveling teacher and master, performed miracles, called a good shepherd, the truth and light and the way, redeemer, savior, messiah, had 12 companions or disciples. So Mithras was called companions. He said disciples. Jesus was called disciples. He said disciples. Sacrificed himself for world peace, ascended into heaven, omniscient, Hears all, sees all, knows all, cannot be deceived. Identified with the lion and the lamb. Sacred day was Sunday, hundreds of years before Jesus. Uses of father as their priest. Preached a system of ethics. Celibacy had baptism, Eucharist, sacred meal of wine and bread. Celibacy and self-discipline set his mark on the, his soldiers' foreheads and temples. How did he set the mark on his foreheads? Sir Arthur Weigel wrote that December 25th was the birthday of Mithras, not Jesus. In early times, it was associated with Ra, the sun god, thus Mithras. The Philoclius calendar was discerned had December 25th as the birth date of the unconquered Mithras. The Persian winter festivals, they celebrate the strengthening of the sun. The celebration goes back tens of thousands of years. The autumn festival is of the longest day of the year, the day before the solstice. The autumn means birth. Christmas is the birth of the sun. It had a Yada Eve, so they called Christmas Yada back then. That's what it sounds like. 
This would probably be taken over by Christianity as a tradition to compete with the pagan cults. Luther's birth was followed by admiration by the shepherds just like when Jesus was born. Worship of gods in caves was common in paganism, which was taken over by Christianity. Wiggle wrote, The reason for the Vatican Hill at Rome, seen as sacred to Peter, who was the Christian rock, was it, it was already sacred to Mithraism. Mithraic remains have been found there. Remains were found below Christian structures, proving Mithra's cult was there first. So, is Christianity second? That's what it sounded like from what we've seen. Before Christianity arrived in Rome, Mithraism was already a popular cult. It had a pope, bishops, and priests. And the doctrines were well established. established. The virgin mother of Mithras was Anahita. Dr. Badi, Badi of Zamani, sorry if I messed it up, said a person, Mithras, was born of a virgin, Nahid Anahida, the worship of the two was well known in the Achaemenian period, which is 558 to 330 BCE. Anahita was an immaculate virgin mother that used to be worshipped as a fertility goddess before the Reformation. He was con conceived from the seed of Zoroaster in 208 BC. She ascended to heaven at the age of 64. Parthian coins and documents has double dates, 64 intervals. That's cool. The pre-Christian birth and virgin mother are documented in the archaeological and literary records. This is verified by Dr. Marguerite Gregogli Oso. So is Jesus the reincarnation of Mithras? The Vatican is built on the grounds on a site where Mithras was worshipped. The Orthodox Christian Ecclesians is closely identical to Mithraism. All Orthodox Christian rituals were adopted from Mithraism and other earlier pagan mystery religions. Mithraism preceded Christianity by around 600 years. It covered a large part of the ancient world. It was formed in ancient Persia. This is where the ideas of the Savior came from. Mithraism was supposed to have been a great rival to early Christianity, but archaeological evidence does not support this. Mithraism never had large numbers. Christianity at the time didn't either. The temples that were discovered were small, came up to be less than 1% of the population at the time. But how did they know that? For sure. They, they, I mean, honestly, I don't think any archaeological finds actually know how it actually went on. <coughs> Christianity adopted December 25th as Jesus' birth, which was the same as Mithras. In 320, a Christian writer admitted it, saying Christians hold December 25th as holy, not like the pagans do because of the birth of the sun, but because God made this sun. December 25th is also the birth date of the Roman god and conquered sun, which is probably Mithras. Constantine said he was this god before he converted to Christianity. The sun, conquered sun is closely connected with Mithras. So Constantine thought he was a god before yeah. he converted. Yes. Similarities between Jesus and Mithras, Mithraism. All souls pre-existed in aerial religions and occupied a body when born. Then life becomes a great battle between good and evil, identical to Pythagoreanism. All souls are judged by Mithras. Humans are divided into three classes, spiritual, wicked, and those who try to be good but can't overcome evil. Huh. Jesus and Mithras appears. They both have church congregations, brotherhood, baptisms, and sacraments. They were both born to virgin mothers, born on December 25th, and Sunday is their holy day. They have abstinence, celibacy, and self-control, which are their highest virtues. The immortality of souls, heaven and hell, and destiny of the world. They have battle between good and evil, and they're almost identical. And they have a flood. The revelation is key to the doctrine. They have a last, last judgment, resurrection of the dead, and logos, which is the word of God in, in the Gospel of John. And they have a halo that's made cross. 
an opinion is that it would not have been easy for Christians to borrow from Mithraism since Mithraism was secretive. Two faiths in the same area of the world at the same time will probably have related ideas and rituals. Communal meals and sacrifice for salvation were common to much of the ancient world. So they're saying that it probably didn't happen because they would. Mithraism was too secret. They never yeah. let anything out, so Christianity couldn't take from it. But I was reading something before that in the early stage, like in those days, Christianity was a, a more of a secretive cult in its own right. So Christianity was a secret cult. <coughs> yep. Excuse me. Hinduism in India worshipped Mithras as a two. He was a vegetation god. He had he was a mediator between God and man. He was born in a cave on December twenty fifth. As you know, Mithras was born of a virgin and traveled a lot, so did Jesus. He has twelve satellites, the sun's disciples. The great festivals were observed in the winter solstice and the vernal equinox. That's the same as Christi- as Christmas and Easter, and the symbol is a lamb. So a lot of things it's similar. Persian and Roman religion of Mithraism worships date go back to the millennia before the common area era. In the Indian Vedic religion, he is Mitra and it is over 3,500 years old. When the Iranians separated from India, Mitra became Mithra. The gods of Mitanni included Mita, Varuna, and Indra. They are all found in the Vedic text. So Mitra is Mithra? That's what, I mean, what it sounds like. That's what I'm, yeah. As time went on, Mithraism mixed with the astrological of the Babylonians and the Chaldeans. They had astrology and magic. The Magi, or the priest, lent their name to the word magic. Well, magic is, Magi has mm-hmm. except they don't have the seed. Jesus was like a hodgepodge of events in the lives of the ones who came before him. Krishna, born to a carpenter and virgin. Mithras, born on December 25th. Horus, heralded by a star in the east. Buddha, walked on water and fed 5,000 from a small basket. Pythagoras, performed healing miracles. Elisha, raised from the dead. Adonis, executed on a tree. Hercules ascended into heaven, Enoch ascended into heaven, and Elijah ascended into heaven. Okay, let's look at Mithras in the New World. Mithras was surrounded by the 12 zodiac signs, sometimes portrayed as humans. Mithras' 12 companions, or disciples, as you know, are similar to Jesus. The early church fathers that addressed the similarities, the similarity between Christianity and Mithraism includes Justin. Julian Bermacus, Maternus, Tertullian, and Augustine. They attributed the similarities to the devil. They went up. They said the devil went about fooling the pagans by imitating the coming because he knew of Jesus' coming. But by the father saying what they did, it confirms that Mithraism predated Christianity. Sir James G. Fraser. If we are to believe this, then Christianity did the same when affixing December 25th as Jesus' birth because that day was also celebrated by the pagans as the sun god's birthday before the church did. January 6th was Jesus' birthday. How does he know January 6th was Jesus' birthday? I've also heard in April was the day and some other times. We don't know if you can believe what the Christian writers wrote at that time. Dr. Richard Gordon wrote that there is no limit to the fantasies of the scholars. So in other words, it's how that person interpreted everything. How he interprets or what you basically want to believe is the because truth. You can read something and I can read something and we'll take different Well, it's just like people, it. anybody who reads the Bible will come up with the same meaning of whatever they part they're reading. Some form of Mithraism predated Christianity by thousands of years. There is no archaeological evidence of Christianity being before the end of the second century. Mithra pre-Christian existence can be found in Vedic and Avestan texts, and by historian like historians like Herodotus, there are indications that Roman Mithras is not basically the same as Indian Mitra or Persian Mitra. It is wrong to believe, since it was a mystery cult, there isn't any written record. A lot of evidence has been destroyed. 
but there is written evidence in Egyptian cloth manuscript from the 1st century BCE. Two ancient Mithraism writers were Ebulus and Paulus. They wrote the history of Mithraism. There were several treaties that formed the religion of Mithraism, and early church fathers' writings provided a lot of evidence on what Mithraism was about, plus the artifacts and reliefs that were found. So there were written stuff then. That's what, that's what it says. The written books were, the written books very probably contain interesting information that damaged Christianity, like the written communications between Mithras and Jesus. Also identical symbols like the cross and the rites, Mithraism was strongly similar to Christianity that the early church fathers had fits. It still does today to apologists. They try to deny the similarities while claiming that these written communications were plagiarized by Mithraism from Christianity. Okay, here's apologists. Yeah, it's like a group of people I believe who tried to find the truth of But the fact is that Mithraism came first. Mithraism was honored centuries prior to the Christian era. The elements of Mithraism are known to have preceded Christianity thousands of years, was first in the West decades before Christianity had any influence. The founder of Manchin, the Father Mains, believed Jesus and Mithras were the same. They were one. He said Christ is the glorious influence which the Persians called the Mithraic saying, I am a star which goes with thee and shines out of the depths. Jesus in Revelations 22 verse 16, I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. Huh. Kind of the same. I, you can see the similarity in yeah. them. Okay, archaeologists have discovered paintings and carvings of a young man calling a bull. Mithraism is an unsolved mystery. With Roman and Hellenistic successors taking over the Mediterranean area, small religions stopped to exist. People were, lured, were looking for a religion or philosophy that could offer a sense of control and understanding, and this was a strong attraction. Mithraism was one of the most important intriguing religions of the time. It came into existence as the first, at the 1st century BC and it fell to Christianity in the late 4th century. No written documents of Mithraism Sur, uh, doctrine survived, so scholars and scientists can only go by the images found in the temples and the other writings about Mithraism. The Mithraic temples were meant to be an image of the cosmos per Eubulus. The twelve signs of the zodiac, sun, moon, and planets were in the Tarotony and in other Mithraic art. The Tarotony was an astral symbol. So they're thinking that it was astrology. Which, like a lot of ancient beliefs were. Hellenistic period, the planets were called by the gods. For example, Aries was Mars and Zeus was Jupiter. The gods lived in the stars. The seven constellations are linked in the sky as they are on the Tarotony. So it said on that picture, whatever you want to call it, there are stars and planets and the moon and all that. Some Christian critics teach that the Christian religion took form from pagan sources and not from divine revelation. Mithras was one of them. They say there are too many similarities between Jesus and Mithras to be a coincidence. Critics believe that Christianity borrowed from Mithraism when developing their theology. So that's critics of Christianity. That's saying they're trying to disprove Christianity. So they're going to try to disprove the evolution of the Mithraism. The supporters say that Christianity doctrines are in the, in the Old Testament. Gospel writers were witnesses or wrote what they witnessed. They accurately wrote about Jesus' life in the New Testament. They didn't need to borrow from other religions or lie. They were, there are many references in the Old Temple, Testament writings that New Testament subject matter were developed. Jesus is the Son of God. You can find that in Psalms. 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 Okay, I got time for that. Psalms 2-7. Acts 13-33. The New Testament has doctrine from the Old Testament. So if Jewish religion is older than pagan religions, then the pagan religions borrow from Jewish religions. So what came first, Mithraism or Judaism? Like what came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah, yeah. There are three different views on how Mithraism became a cult. 
One, it was organized in Persia or with Persians. Two, Oriental Persians, Mithraism combined with Roman Hel Hellenistic culture to form a new cult. Or the three, a new view formed in recent years is the cult originated in Italy, not in the Middle East, formed by a genius who borrowed some things from Persia to give the cult an exotic flair. So Satan is a cult person. Adrian is going to come down to like, you know, through the archaeology evidence, what you want to believe about it. There's not enough information to exactly know how the cult origin. There are a lot of artifacts found, but no written text from any members of the Mithraism, so it would have been better if they had something written by <coughs> one of the members. There are only writings from the Christian authors who probably didn't like Mithraism, so they would, wouldn't give it a fair and impartial observations or writings. The father, Herion, okay, you tell me how to say it. Herioninus? wrote that Mithras temples were best if destroyed. So back then he said everybody needed to destroy the temples. Yeah, but that's what a lot of early Christian people did when they went to other areas trying to trying to teach Jesus to other cultures and countries. They would get in there and destroy all their stuff from their old gods. So maybe the Christian church destroyed any written texts from the cult members or have them hidden away. Or maybe they are lost like so many other things in history have become lost. Yeah. David Yolasny, who wrote The Origins of the Mithric Mysteries, Cosmology and Salvation in the Ancient World and the Unexplained Artwork. He thinks he may have solved the mystery. It has to do with astrology. The cult's central iconography is the star map. The bull is Taurus, but by slaying the bull, Mithras is responsible for the shifting of the equinoxes. Ancient Romans thought... Mithras was fashioned after a Persian god, although modern scholars have proven this to be false, or did they? You never know. Olanzi said he is a... He is Perseus. He is Perseus, a Greek hero. Michael Speedell says he is Orion. Roger Beck says that Tarakthani is not a star map, possibly no constellation to match Mithras. Abolola Sotavar believe Mithras has Persian roots. Exactly. Historians, scientists, archaeologists, archaeologists still cannot figure out Mithraism or the Mithraic mysteries. Just like the Romans could thousands of years ago, they can't figure out without assuming things which would be highly risky. You can't assume because if somebody comes along and proves you wrong, then you're going to look stupid. Well, not necessarily. You can presume with the evidence you have at hand until somebody else can bring up new or better evidence, then you ship that along with it. Now, what connections are is still a difficult problem. They have to crack the code of the Tarakthani to figure out the cult. It's still just an educated guess. Just like most of history. Yeah. Mithraism was first thought to be a star cult tied to astrolog astrology and astrotheology. The zodiac signs are the cult's connections to the celestial world. What is known came to be sometimes in the first century. It spread throughout the Roman Empire, ended around the end of the fourth century, and cult followers were all over the continent. Mithraism mirrors the common image of the cosmos. Mithras is at the center. The stars are all over his tunic, giving him an odd transparency. The universe is at his, at his it's his at all levels. So it looks like he's in the middle like the sun is, and then all the other ones are around, yep. like the planets. Okay. Okay, the scenes on the walls, there's one main one is Mithras killing the bull. That's like the center. And then the eating of the bull, and then where he's born from a rock. There are a lot of celestial images on his cape surrounding him when slaying the bull all in or possibly on the ceilings of the temples. The star's reference is probably the biggest mystery. Some theories claim Mithras is the sun. The Corda Avesta refers to the sun as a separate entity as the moons. The sun and the moon are supposed to be best friends. Mithras is conjured up in several royal Achaemenid inscriptions. Dynasty ruled Persia from Cyrus I to Darius III, 553 to 330 BC. An inscription at Susa, 
in Hamadan, the emperor prays to Ahura Mazda and Ahita and Mithras to protect him against all evil and protect what he has built. There are other inscriptions. I always thought the mysteries came from Zorius, Zorius or Persian sources, but in the 1970s, the scholars believed the Mithraic mysteries as a distinct product of the Roman imperial religious world and was seen as a rival to Christianity. Roman emperors worshipped Mithra for 300 plus years. In Rome, there are 100 inscriptions dedicated to Mithra, 75 fragments of sculptures, and there are temples all over the city, one of the largest in Italy under the church of St. Clement, close to the Roman Colosseum. Mithras is carrying a rock on his back. It's like Atlas, you know, Atlas is carrying the world. His cape has a star and sky lining. There's bronze Mithras rising from an egg-shaped zodiac moon. In Roman inscriptions, Mithras is seen as Orphic creator Thanes, who came from a cosmic egg at the beginning of time. This is how the universe came to be. Sometimes Mithras is portrayed as a man born out of a rock with a snake wrapped around it, symbolizing reborn. This is backed by research from K.B. Stark from 1869, Roger Beck, 1984 to 88, David Lancey from 89, and Knowles Guerrero in 1991. It is suggested that Mithraic religion is somehow connected to the end of the astrological age of Taurus and the beginning age of Aries. From 400 BC to 2000 BC, the constellations in the sky were Taurus the Bull, Canis Minor the Dog, Hydrus the Snake, Corvus the Raven, and Scorpio the Scorpion. This is on that Tarakatani. Persian originally was an outgrowth of the Zoroastrian culture, but not of Zoroastrian teaching. No killing of a bull, and there were no other animals. There were several kings called Mithridates, which means giving by Mithras. Mithras was a god of power even to the kings. In the 2nd century BC, Pergam, a Greek sculptor, made brass reliefs of Mithras, Tarakonis, or Mithras the Bullsling. Greek historian Plutarch in the 1st century AD. Pirates of Sicilia practiced Mithraic secret rites around 67 BC. Cilicia is a coastal province in southeast Anatolia, where Mithras may have been worshipped. Persian Mithras was protector god of tribal society until Zoroaster's reformation of Persian polytheism. He was stripped of all his reigning powers. In Persia, where more than one god was worshipped, Ahura Mazda was the god of disguise and Ahurman was the god of darkness. 6th to 7th centuries, Zoroaster, a prophet from Bactria, took over. Ahura Mazda became the supreme god of god goodness and Ahurman became the ultimate incarnation of evil. So it's like God and the devil. Zoroastrianism Basic dualism with Ahura, Mazda, and Ahura. In 597 BE, Babylonian captivity of the Jews. King Cyrus the Great of Persia freed them in 538 BC. Zoroastrian dualism imposed Jewish belief by Hashatan, the evil adversary of Yahweh, and later Satan, and Yahweh, Christianity. Persian religion dualism is the foundation of an ethical system that is still used today. Reform of Zoroastrianism. Persian gods were assembled into a hierarchy system of immortals and adored ones, ruled by Ahura Mazda or Ar. Avista is the holy book of Zoroastrianism. Ahura Mazda created Mithras to guarantee the authority of contracts and the keeping of promises. Created him to be as worthy and great as he is, Mithras was to protect Ahura Mazda's creation. He made Ahriman to tremble. He was to ensure general prosperity through good contract contact relations between men. Mithraism was used in the dynasties of Parthia, Pontus, Cappadocia, 
Armenia and Commagene. The emperor's names were like Mithridites. Mithras is the name. Interesting info. King of Pontus, Mithridates IV, or VI. 120-63 BC. He was the first monarch to practice immunization. He did this by taking doses of poison in small doses. So in other words, the, the kings back then there had to have Mithras in their name somewhere. Yep. The Persian princes were Mithras priests. The district of their land was dedicated to Anahita. A lot of Mithraic temples were built in Armenia. So there was one part of the land just for her. Persian Mithraism more rituals and tr- traditions than doctrine. Babylonians took Mithraic traditions and rituals and refined the theology. Ahura Mazda became Baal, and Ahita became Ishtar, Mithras to Shamash, god of justice, protection, and victory. Mithras in Roman worship was referred to as Sol Invictus. The sun was the eye of Mithras. In Armenian tradition, Mithras shut himself in a cave and came out once a year, represents born anew. The temples were created in that image. Vista, Mithras could decide from different periods of the world history would be complete. So he could decide when one area was going to burn and another was going to be given. Huh. In 274 CE, Emperor Aurelian made an official made it official the worship of Sol Angelus. His mother was the priestess of the sun. He built a temple and made pre- priests of the sun god. This was the beginning of the Mithras decline. So then they were taking their own religion. Didn't I read somewhere before where they, one of the pharaohs did all the different gods, and then the other one went to just one god, mm-hmm. and then the next one went back to the other way? Constantine spread Christianity, and the northern people destroyed the temples. Christianity let women in, Mithraism didn't. I can see where Christianity was over Mithraism. Mithraism did try to make a comeback during Julian's reign and suppress Christianity. The end was in 394 when Theodosius got a decree to forbid any worship but Christianity. But it survived in certain areas until the 5th century. Its successor, Manichaeism, competed arduously with Christianity. I didn't win. Nope. So Amphicus was the first Greco Roman. There are Christian shrines dedicated to Archangel Michael that have bull and cave themes. 